people. Recorded live. Welcome to All Point Radio. <laughs> Friday night. Table that. The same what's going on today, man.
tonight we're going to have a round table. Who out there in the building? Somebody in the building with me tonight. Who that out there in the building? Talk to me. Got a call out there. Who, who that out there on, you know what I mean? Who, who on the line right now? Is the night. Get out. That'll be me. That'll be freaking me. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Um, I was wondering why it took so long, man. You ain't just daggone show spot, man. Yeah, this this topic here, man. I want, I really want people to really pay attention to what's going on in life right now. So the nice topic is, who are you? Who is he? Who is she? And I I I, I gotta figure this out. Because I've been watching the news, and, you know, it kind of hit close to home where a 25-year-old young lady was shot and killed by her boyfriend who was, like, 32 or something like that. Then he took police on a high-speed chase, you know what I mean, and, um, he barricaded himself into his homie spot in which, you know, it was a standoff with the police and he took his own life. You know what I mean? Um, and and I, I'm kind of mind-boggled because that kind of hit close to home. I, a friend of mine who, when I was a school teacher, I taught her daughter. That was a relative's stepdaughter. You know what I mean? And um, it happened. It just so, and then I was watching the news the other night, and this older gentleman—I forget how old—but he stabbed his girlfriend to death. And I'm—I'm I'm trying to figure this out, and it's ironic because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine earlier in the week before all this occurred, and we were talking about, you know, a woman you know, do a background check on a on a potential mate before letting him meet her children. And I mean, not not the not the sister that I you know, the friend that I was having a conversation with, but just in general, a female. Before she let a man meet her children, should she do a background check or a criminal check or something? And I was, you know, I was like, nah man, that's disrespectful. Like you know, I took offense to that, even though, you know, she wasn't asking me or it wasn't her personal. It was just general conversation off of something from Facebook. But it was just like, yo, that's disrespectful. Like, you know, that never was done before. You know what I'm saying? We didn't do that back in the day. But here's one of them chances. Here's one of them situations where maybe change is good because you don't know who you're getting with today. You don't know what the background is even though you didn't know that yesterday either, but it wasn't as bad yesterday as it is today. Like, it's a lot of domestic violence that goes on. The man break up, I mean, the woman break up with the man, the man don't know how to take it. If I can't have you, nobody's going to have you, so they wild out. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just trying to figure it all out. Like, how does this occur? How do we let it get to this point? So I, I I think I'm having second thoughts on that. Maybe a woman should 
maybe a woman should, you know, um, do a criminal background check and a and a and a and a, a, a child abuse clearance. And, you know, she even said something about the credit check. And I'm like, no, well, actually, it wasn't so much her that said something about the credit check. I heard that often by a different female and by a gentleman who called in on our show one night because he was saying, you know, if you don't pay your bills on time, you know, a woman want to know that. Well, everybody don't pay their bills on time. I was so against that. Then I'm against that now. Things happen in life. If your baby needs pampers and the light bills do, the light bill $50, the pampers is $20, now, you short $30, the light company going to have to get what the light company gets. And if they got to put me in there for late, then so be it. But my baby not going to go without Pampers because the light company want their damn $50. Don't work that way. So I disagree with that. But then when I look at the other, the other hand, I've got a side of it, it's like, damn, niggas is killing women out here. You know what I'm saying? Women killing dudes out here. So... Um, I think we have one Dre in the building. One Dre, you in the building? Yes, I am. I sure am. And this is a crazy topic, but it's you know it's going on today. Um, I'll wait for you to finish what you have to say, and then I'll comment. Well, that's just it. I'm gonna let you start because you're the lady. I know DJ Chill on the line, but we're gonna get to him as well. But you're the lady, so you know I was always raised, you know, ladies first. That's what my people said. That's what my mama said. So why am I about to change it today? You know what I mean? So, you right. know, first up, you tell me, is it, should a woman do a, a criminal background check, a FBI clearance, a child abuse clearance, a credit score check? Should she do all of that and play investigator before she get involved with a man and vice versa? Should a man do that for a female? Because it ain't no one-way street. That's true. The goose is good for the gander. What's your thoughts on that? You are absolutely correct on that. Yes, a woman should. Um, And you are absolutely correct when you said that it is a two-way street because there are a lot of cons out here, even with the females, that tend to, you know, uh, have been through certain things. You never know. That person could be have killed their boyfriend or whatever like that and, you know, maybe just gotten out of jail or whatever um, and may have multiple boyfriends and, and did something with the feds or whatever like that. Now you're a victim. you in the car with her, and then all of a sudden somebody's following and chasing you. Um, but I definitely suggest it for the females as well because those females who have children, um, you need to be aware of this background. You don't know whether you could be dealing with a pedophile you know what I mean? He could be wanted in different areas. He could have been moved to another state at one point in time and did something, you know, and this is why we got so many situations where, you know, maybe if you have a daughter, the child has been raped, you know, if it's a uh, a guy that, you know, maybe you didn't know he was on a down low and now he, you know, has had sexual encounters with your boyfriend. And now he's lost and turned out, don't know who he is anymore. And you're wondering why, you know, these are situations that happens in real life. But to avoid that, you need to do a thorough background check, especially bringing that person into the household. And women are guilty when it comes down to that sometimes because we let our heart and emotions, you know, get involved. And sometimes we let them, you know, they come in, they get comfortable, you know, they sit down having dinner, they doing family events. Sometimes they even get to the point where they may move that person in or that person is spending the night. No, you need to know what that person undid. That person could have robbed the bank before they even got to you or before they knew you about a month ago. 
So you need to know that. Um, no, I'm listening. I apologize. Go ahead. I, oh. I apologize. Oh, that's fine. I, 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 I'm researching. I was researching the topic, and, you know, the audio just started, you know, playing while I'm researching the topic. But go ahead. I apologize for that. No, not a problem. Um, recently, there was a situation that was on the news uh, when one individual had an encounter with his um, girlfriend, and I believe that we may be talking about the same um, situation. Um, I heard you mentioning something close to that earlier, um, and the guy had held his girlfriend hostage, and then he thought to himself that, you know, hey, I'm never going to get out of this. I'm in some deep trouble and some deep stuff when I just settle this out and kill myself. So he killed himself. Not only did you take the girlfriend out, but you turned around and you killed yourself. And on top of that, you have a little girl that has to be raised with no mother and no father. That's really sad. So wow. it's everyday life issues like this that, you know, you really need a background check. It, you know, it's just, yeah, you have to. <laughs> Protect so yourself. Really Don't bring that man home. Uh-huh. Really yeah, really coming to that. Yeah. Like, here, here, here's my issue because mm-hmm. you know I know a lot of women, and yesterday, when I say yesterday, I'm talking about in the past. You know, back in the day, the sign you had to look for signs, or rather than signs, you actually had to be the punching bag mm-hmm. to actually know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's it's crazy because I often tell, you know, people, like, when a man put his hands on you, it's a wrap. You know, coming back after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, some people say, you know, you got to learn how to forget. You got to give people a second chance. You don't ever give nobody a second chance to put their hands on you. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's like, me, that's like me and DJ Chill in school, and we're about to, we, you know, we had words. I let him walk up on me, and he snuffed me. He stole me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people break it up. Everybody go to the, you know, see him the next day. You know what I mean? He walk up on me again. Well, this time, you got to be prepared and ready. You don't give him a chance to snuff you twice. You see what I'm saying? You got to be on guard and be ready. So I always tell, you know, women and males for that fact, if a woman put it, because, you know, I I don't know how true this is, but I say Puerto Rican women is quick to stack, quick to poke. Right, right. I mean, now, I grew up in North Philly, and I do know of some cases where, you know, my, my Spanish mommies will poke you. You know what I'm saying? But ain't no forgiving you after you poke me. You know what I'm saying? You might poke me up in my sleep. I can't trust you after that. See, this is not a, a cheating issue where you cheat and you can be forgiven and hope that it don't happen again. This is violent. This is you put your hands on me. I'll be damned if I give you the chance to put your hands on me again. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, mm-hmm. so we're going to hold this talk for a minute. We have a call in the building. Let's see who this caller is. Welcome to On Point Radio. Peace and power. Who's on the line with us? 
Peace and power. Richie thought I wasn't going to show up. It's like, no, you know I'm in the building. I know you're going to be in the building, bro. We're going we gonna to get to you in a minute, too. Mister, I can't believe you said that in the building. DJ Chill in the building. Wonder Dre in the building. The round table has begun. This is a serious topic, people. We have to now. It's come to the point where we have to do background checks. So when I was talking to this sister, and DJ Chill, I'm about to come to you, but I was talking to this sister. She was like, you know, why not? Jobs do it. Before they hire you, they get a criminal background check. They get a child abuse clearance. So why is it wrong for a woman to? Well, the only problem I saw with that is the fact that she said, why is it wrong for a woman to? Because my thing is, if a woman can do it, then a man needs to do it too because we don't know where these women backgrounds come from. We can't always assume that women are squeaky cleaner than men. There's some women with baggage. There's some women who've done time. There's some women that, that hold knives really well and can throw them joints even better. You know what I'm saying? There's women that, you know, know how to swing a frying pan. So, yeah, we need to, right, you, you feel what I'm saying? We need to, it, it needs to be vice versa, but it's just sad that it comes to that point where we have to do criminal checks on a potential spouse or mate. Not even a spouse, just a mate, just dating. Now, here's the thing. That's name free. So every person that you meet, before you bring them around your child or just for your own general safety, you're going to keep coughing up money? Because my thing was, I told her, I said, listen, if it were me and a woman asked me for a background check, I'd be like, no. But because I know I'm good, if you want to pay for it, then by all means, do what you got to do. But you're going to pay for it. I ain't paying for it. You want to know? You pay for it the same way, you know, certain jobs, not all, because some jobs make you pay for it, but certain jobs that say, no, we'll pay for it. We just want it done. You know what I mean? So before we before we go to DJ Chill, I want to read this, man, because I'm, I'm going to read this and a couple other, you know, throughout the, the night, a couple other domestic violence situations. This says Germantown, an intense standoff with police in Philadelphia, Germantown section ended at 1.33 a.m. Wednesday with the death of a 32-year-old murder suspect. Police say the suspect shot himself and was pronounced dead at the scene. His name has not been released. I do believe they released his name now. The standoff situation began just after 6.30 p.m. Tuesday in the 1300 block of Haines Street. The suspect fired several shots at officers, and warnings were issued for residents to shelter in place. Philadelphia Police Captain Sekou Kennebrew said at that point, he proceeded up to the roof where he fired at least one shot from a firearm at police officers that responded. He ends up going back in the house from the roof, back into the house that he was in, and fires at least one more shot at the police officers. Um, police say the suspect burst of violence actually began hours earlier and some distance away. A 25-year-old woman identified as Michelle St. Aug was shot around 1 p.m. Tuesday on 12 o'clock, I mean 1200 block of Sanger Street in Philadelphia's Frankfurt section. Um, St. Aud, which is a young lady whom police described as the suspect's girlfriend, was shot several times by the suspect after an argument outside her home. Officers rushed her to Albert Einstein Medical Center. She was pronounced dead at 153. So he shot her at roughly, I think they said, uh, 
one, let me get it, let me get it right. Let me, I don't want to give out the wrong information. 1 p.m. She shot about 1 p.m. and she was pronounced dead about almost an hour later at 1.53 p.m. Um, police say the suspect who had a history of criminal offenses fled on foot down an alley between Sylvester and Oakland Street, then got into a car. Police said police from the 15th District were able to get behind him and follow him a distance, but he crashes his car in the area of the 4200 block of Broad Street, said Kennebrew. He then fled on foot, and we, and we were not able to keep up with him. Later, police received tips that he was on the 1300 block of Haines Street. Negotiators had been trying to talk to him and to giving himself up peacefully, but to no avail, that's when the standoff with police began. And unfortunately, that's where it ends, ended. Now, or should I say fortunately? Now, here's my issue. First of all, it's sad that it had to happen. But we just had a, a talk show not too long ago, and I was saying how younger females don't really like to date guys around their age or their age. They like older guys. Well, this was a guy who was roughly seven years older. He's 25, he's 32, so he's roughly seven years older than her. What the argument was about, I don't know, but it shouldn't have cost that lady, that young lady her life. You know what I'm saying? My, 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 my issue is when a woman is done, yeah, men get hurt, but we got to stop this. If I can't have you, nobody going to have you type thing because you're only putting yourself in harm. Now, it doesn't say if she had any children or if he had any children, but here's the thing. It says he had a lengthy criminal background. Now, Wonder Dre, I'm, 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 I'm posing this straight to you, mm-hmm. and I'm posing this to you for a reason. You remember back in the day they used to say, well, girls like bad boys. Hmm. Right? Yeah, I remember that. Girls, uh-huh. girls like bad guys. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times they like them because they feel like they'll get protected, right? Mm-hmm. But they never think that that bad guy might turn on you like a Doberman. Correct. Correct. And it's nothing so, cute about a bad guy. <laughs> and, and that's what I was going to ask you. What's your thought on it, on that? Like, should women go get bad guys because they feel like he'll protect them or you know why? Is, why do good girls like bad guys? First of all, yeah. If, first of all, if you want to feel protected, get a dog, get an alarm system. I'm not get even gonna gun. say get a gun, but a gun. you know, I would say get a gun, but make sure that it's legal. You know what I'm saying? A, a man can't be your, you know, way of protection. Um, that should not be your your means of protection. Uh, why do girls like bad guys? I really can't say why, because I really don't understand why. Um, some women find it attractive that, you know, the more dirt he did, it just proves that, you know, he's street smart. Or they may say that, you know, I know he can handle his own when it comes down to if something happens to me or if he breaks up in my house. But let's flip the, let's flip the script for a minute. Suppose it's him breaking in your house. You know, then you got a problem. This man that you so-called love is there something to hurt you and I broke up in your house. You know, and they don't think about this when, you know, they with the guy and they, you know, dealing with him for a long period of time or for a short period of time that suppose this man gets angry one day. 
All the stuff that he done did to other people, do you think that he would not do it to you if he's really that angry? Crazy, deranged. Do we think about those things? No, we so blind in love at times. And like I said, there's really no explanation because there's really no excuse to want to be with a bad guy. And it's always the ones that's like the goody tissue ones, like the ones that, you know, got a very good job that gets with the guys as a gang, you know, gang person or, you know, gang banger or whatever like that. Or somebody that got a bachelor's degree, and you know, or a lawyer or something. Or, you know, it's always something stupid when it's like total night and day. I don't understand why women do that. I don't, you know, if it doesn't fit in your persona, why do it? Now, that's my point. DJ Till, I'm going to give you another story. I was watching uh, Fatal, what is it, Fatal Attraction. I think it's on TV One. True stories that happen of, you know, murders or, you know, crimes that happen with, with uh, women and men who were in relationships or married or whatever. So I'm watching this one, and his sister had, um, met this Asian guy who was a supervisor at work. They started dating. The Asian guy collected guns and stuff, but she had a past boyfriend who was black who had a lengthy criminal background. Now, she didn't find out until one day they got stopped by the police when they were together, and she immediately kind of broke things off with him after that, right? However, she always kept in contact with him because he would go and rob people's houses and this report, Wonder Dre made me think of this when she said, you know, he might break in your He would break into people's houses and rob people and then bring her back to gifts. You know what I'm saying? So really, he's implementing her in the crime because she's now an accessory to robbery. She's accepting stolen goods, whether she realized it or know it or not. You know what I mean? So he already put her in a precarious situation or predicament, right? So it goes on to say that, one night, the guy comes in, and he has some other people. He comes into the Asian guy's home where him and the girl was living, shoots and kills the Asian guy, and then they kidnap her and take her, right? So now she's missing. Now they're thinking she had something to do with it, with the Asian guy being murdered. They don't know what's going on. But in the end, he ends up kidnapping her and then end up killing her. Because now you're also a witness. I can't let you go, no matter if I loved you or not, no matter if we used to be together or not. You're now a witness. So I have to kill you now. You know what I mean? So they take her out, and and they throw her in a car, they kidnap her, they drive off, never hear from her again. DJ Chill, what is your thoughts on this background check thing with potential mates? Do you think it's a good idea or a bad idea, and why? DJ Chill, we can't hear you. Well, and could DJ Chill get it together? Mr. I can't believe you said that. Can you answer you that question? What do you mean you can't hear me? You have to fix your line. You have to fix your line. You're fading in and out. We can't hear you. Are you. Am I fading in and out when I'm talking right this second? Or am I fading in and out now? Can you hear me? 
Yeah, right. man. Go ahead. Say what you got. Oh, all right. I was making sure. I was like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> this phone crazy. Yeah. Um, that's a hell of a topic, man. Because the new lifestyle living ain't the same. And people are doing things a little dangerous, but when you got to worry about different things such as, <laughs> oh, Lord. That's the thing. Being a parent, it scares me to death. Because now I got to think, what will my daughter do in the near future? What is the new lifestyle of the near future? Do they have to deal with, or are they going to have the mindset to be able to deal with the new crazy people that's coming out? Because there's some crazies out here. Now, the problem is, what if it can become more crazy than a little bit? Now, we... We grew up with crazy, you know, you know, he crazy. But now the crazy, <laughs> everybody crazy. And then sometimes people have a right to be crazy because people have done things to them to make them crazy. But to bring them in your household and to have them involved with your children and then to leave them inside of the house with your children, that's crazy. Because a lot of stuff going on out here. With the domestic violence that's going on, your kids is watching their moms, or maybe their fathers getting beat up. So you remember, there are women out here that beat up on men, and it's crazy. <laughs> and sometimes they don't just hit them with regular fists. They hit them with objects, and the kids is watching. But imagine if that man is so desperate that he needs a woman, and he brings that woman inside of his household with his children, my God, and what if she's crazy? Maybe she got issues. Maybe she been through something, and she wants to vent, and they wasn't ready for the vent yet, and they got it caught up at the last minute. It just, it just hit them, like, bang. Then you got to go to the opposite side. Imagine if that man went through something, and he got issues, and Something might happen, and they trigger that damn issue. <laughs> the whole family gets caught up. So now you got to have a discerned spirit. How do you have a discerned spirit to pick who's right and who's wrong? Praying. Well, you got fast, better. But who are you? Who are you if you don't know who the hell you are? You can't sit up there and say something to somebody if you're the same person. So now you're talking French. And nobody want to be like, yeah, I understand. No. Because other people know that you're the same person that you pick. Because that's why they say birds are the feather flock together. Sometimes you attract the same product of what you are. But they say opposite attract. So if you happen to be lucky enough to me, the thoroughbred <laughs> and snatch that thoroughbred and never show that thoroughbred who you really are for the rest of your life, oh, hallelujah. But once they find out who the hell you is, I guarantee you, your son ain't going to shine. And that's why these people out here got to start paying close attention. Like, feel them out. If you got to and you got children, you better test them. And if you don't test them, that's your problem. That's your fault. 
So remember, your kids got to be surrounded with that mess that you're bringing into your house. Especially if it's a, uh, a financial decision. Like, some of these people out here just chasing for money. The, the love of money is good or all evil. Oh, my God. Look what they got. They got a brand new car. Come to find out they got a brand new car that they just rented. You got stuck up because the fact that they had a brand new car, you freaking... You know what? If I keep talking, I might get in trouble because some of these people out here understand what the hell I'm saying. So do you agree with the background checks? Yes, no, maybe so. <laughs> no, what? Go ahead, man. I, 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 man, shoot. If I keep do, talking, I might say something. You, do, you, like, do you do you agree with the, the, the with the background check? I agree. Yeah, I mean, like, yo, shoot, get man. Look, if the background check, well, I agree with the background check. If the background check ain't a lie, because some of these people get caught up in another because they're afraid, and that's a bad day. Then them people got to explain themselves. So they didn't give a damn background check. But ask that individual why. Look them in the eye. Ask them why. See if they're going to tell the truth. See if they blink. Because miss that. Now, now, don't let the background check be a, a floozy. You know, you go to some damn, you know, I'm going to get a background check. And they go to some damn hacker who created a background check. Let you know the list is long as hell. You're like, ah. Oh, Gotta go. Let you know you are not because you let something go that was thorough. But you know, some of these background checks is good, some of them is not. It depends on what it is, but don't solely depend on it. Get it. By all means, if you got children, get it. Especially if you got a daughter. You damn sure enough better get it. If my daughter gonna get it, I'll be telling you, you, you check that nigga. Because <laughs> that means if I ain't going to be around, you're going to be suspect. And you could become a victim of circumstances. And if you become a victim of circumstances, guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> Daddy coming home with a whole bunch of bullets. And they ain't going to miss. Guaranteed. Well, you brought up a good point because when I was talking to uh, the sister that I was talking about, I said that to her. I said two things. I said one, the background check could come up clean, and he could just still do something. You know what I mean? It's, and an example I gave her was how many teachers take child abuse clearances, they come back clean, but you still hear about them having sex with underage children in school or out of school, meeting up with them out of school. How many of them do you see still end up taking pictures of these young girls or these young guys and sending them pictures and sit back and forth, you know what I mean? Um, so that was one example I gave it. Then I said the second one is, like you just said, they could have they could have had a criminal background, but it doesn't mean that they actually did it. There's a lot of people that are wrongly accused of stuff, go to jail, end up out, but had to do the time and was innocent and didn't get found, innocent but just did their time. You know what I'm saying? So a background check don't always tell the true story. So like you said, you have to look them in their eyes and ask them. They may tell you the truth. They may not. 
You can ask them before you do the background check. What's your history? You know what I mean? Pay attention to the signs that they have children, how they interact with their children. There's a lot of ways that you can go about this. But, Mr., I can't believe you said that. I'm going to read this one to you, and this one goes to you. This is about, I'm sure y'all heard about this. This was the white girl, Jody Aries, um, who killed her boyfriend. And it says, the sordid and kinky details about the sex life of Jody Aries and her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, Travis Alexander, will be heard at her upcoming trial for his bloody murder. Now, this was, this was already, she was already found guilty, and she's already serving her life sentence. But I'm reading it anyway, because, again, it's not just the men. It says, the Arizona jury will hear how strict Mormon Alexander saw Aries, who was 32, as his dirty little secret and how he abused and controlled her, even making her wear French maid's outfit when she was doing housework. Now, that's called role play. I I don't know if I agree with that. But anyway, it says they will also hear that Alexander, then 30, liked to film himself in Aries during their chides and uh, how he convinced her that oral sex and anal sex were allowed in the bedroom despite his religion, outlawing premarital vaginal sex says, well, the moral of the story is, I'm going to shoot down here, it says, when he was found dead in the shower, Alexander had been shot and stabbed 27 times, and his throat had been sliced from ear to ear. Um, Neither the prosecution or the defense in the trial disagreed that Alexander and Aries had a relationship of sexual nature. As Travis would explain to Jody, oral sex wasn't much of a sin as vaginal sex, so he convinced her to have oral sex said Wilmot to the jury. And later in the relationship, Travis would tell her that anal sex wasn't as much of the center's vaginal sex as a way to convince her to engage in that as well. Now, I, I'm not buying that. Um, some of the freakiest, the, one, the, the freakiest woman out here is probably the white woman. So I'm just, and I hate to say that, and I don't mean to be judgmental or stereotypical, but that's just what I believe. Um, so I, I, I don't buy that. That's what her defense is. That wearing a maid outfit, that's role play. That, that happens. But to stab a man 27 times, plus shoot him in the head, and slice his throat from ear to ear. Remember Lorena Bobbitt, Mr. I can't believe he said that, who waited till her yep. dude went to sleep, cut off his dick, and then threw it out of a car window? Ow. He was also white. So... Where do you stand at this? Do you agree with the criminal background check, yes or no, and why? And if you can, expand a little bit on the female part of the abuse and the murders, you know, that go on as well. Well, criminal background check, no. I see. Now, the reason why I say no is, well, Every 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 so-called saint got a, had a past, and every so-called sinner got a future, right? You can't necessarily judge an individual on their past discretions, right? Now, it does form a pattern if it's consistent, but you can't always go by that. You know what I mean? Because you, there are documented cases where there was an individual that may have been looked at for a certain murder or something like that because of his past. And and sometimes it turns into a witch hunt. 
And then in the long run, he's not the person that did it. She could be, it could be the same thing as far as a woman. A woman could be, she could have a past. She could have done certain things in her past. That doesn't mean she currently still involved in it or still doesn't, right? Doing background checks, everybody deserves a second chance to an extent, right? But you have to investigate and you have to see the signs of what you're dealing with, you know? Now, just like just say, for instance, you could do a background check on a woman. She could have a clean record. She's never been locked up criminally, but who's to say that she was not abused domestically? Their name, you don't get a record because you're the, you're the victim, right? And a lot of people that have been victimized suffer from PTSD, that post-traumatic syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. You could sit up here, you could meet a woman, you could be with her. She may have been through something in her past. You could have an argument. She she may, because she may have been a punching bag, she may decide, oh, this is getting heated. I I'm, I'm need to be the aggressor. I'm not going to be the punching bag no more and attack you because of your actions or characteristics may remind her of what she's been through. Hmm. Interesting. You know what I mean? And that could go vice versa for a male, right? There's some men out here that, they may not have been, it's a form of domestic violence. What if a man, what if, a, just say for instance, what if a man was in a situation where as though his parents split up every time his mom had a little bit too much to drink as a child, she would beat on him because he looked like his father. Okay? Now, he's an adult now. Suppose his He's with a woman, and she drinks a little too much, and then she shows signs like his mother did before she attacked him. And he goes on offensive because something snaps on him, and that PTSD kicks in, and now he says, I'm not going to be a victim. He doesn't actually see the girl. He sees what happened to him as a child. So he doesn't want to partake in that, and he becomes the aggressor. It's a lot of different variations and a lot of things that have to play into a background check. Now, when you do a background check, suppose suppose it's past a certain time frame and that individual can get it expunged. Now, expunged does not mean erased. It just means that it's a partition put up that potential employers and regular people doing a background check can't see it. But if the law enforcement does it, then that thing will be shown. So background checks are not really reliable, right? And then to elaborate on what you said earlier, saying that jobs, they do background checks. Nine times out of ten, they do not. Only because, only like if you're, if you're going to work with children, yes, they do to see if you had any criminal offenses with, you know, abusive children or if you're working with the elderly or something like that. But to do a thorough background check on an individual, it costs $75, okay? Now, a a company is hiring, right? They have a 1,000 applicants. 
do you honestly think they do a thorough background check on everybody? No, they do not. Just like no. now it is. Well, 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 let me say this real quick, because what they do now is that's why I said some pay for it, some don't. What they do is they say, if you really want this job, then you'll pay for your background check. The child abuse clearance, last time I took one was $10. The background check last time I took one was either 10 or $15. The FBI background check was a, a lot healthier and heftier. You know what I mean? That's the one that costs the most. You know what I'm saying? And I had to pay for them all. You know what I'm saying? So that's what a lot of employers do now. They make sure you bring it in with you. They make you pay for it and you bring it in. And then that's how, you know, they figure out who wants to be hired and who doesn't. You know what I mean? They don't pay for them now. You're absolutely right. A lot of them don't, but they will make you pay for them. Now, in a case like that, I got a cousin that can make any kind of paperwork you want. Because now, if you think about it, even though there's even though there's not that many available, there are still public libraries. Any form that's needed is at the public library. It is not illegal to obtain it. It's illegal to alter it. So, therefore, they give you a blank sheet. If you copy it and put on what you want to put on there, now you're in trouble. But to have a blank sheet is not illegal. Anybody can get their hands on that. And they can put a number on there. It's up to the company themselves if they want to run that number to see if that number exists. But in the, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, they did pass the law. It is illegal. They can't even ask you about your criminal history anymore. Like, have you been convicted of a crime or convicted of a felony? That is supposed to be no longer valid on an application now. Yeah, it's still there, though. It's still there. It's still there, but you don't have to answer that question. Right, but and in that situation, you know, a lot of times that costs you the job. They won't tell you why you didn't get it. You just won't get it. You know what I mean? But, but I, you I understand agree with what you're saying. But, but like I, I said, if you do run a background check, you have to know where you're inquiring at because not every place is going to give you a credible background check. That's just like you can go to – it's, it's three major credit reports. You can get a credit report from each one, and each number can be different. Most of the time, they are. Right. So it, it, it's the same thing with a background check. You can get one from one source, and it could be one way, right? It could, it could withheld some information. Some may not hold, withhold information. But like I said, if you are convicted of a crime, right, and just say, for instance, if, um, and, and case in point, a domestic violent crime, right? Say, for instance, if you don't even have to be convicted. Say, for instance, the, the person, no, not to say it that way, me and Wonder Dre was going out and we went through something and she got me arrested. And I got her to back off, right? And the judge threw it out of court. In six months, I can get that expunged where nobody can see that, right? I could be doing that, getting it expunged for the last five girlfriends I had. So when a person runs that, they won't see it. 
Now, I'm just stating what can happen. Me personally, I ain't for all that. See, because if I got to put my hands on you, I got to leave. Right? And I want everybody to be sure of this one thing. If an individual puts his hands on you, he thought about putting his hands on you ten other times. Wow. It's not it's not an act that just randomly happens. It's a build up. Right? That's just like we all we all know we, we you know what I mean, we from the hood to an extent, you know what I mean? When an individual sits up there and say, you know what, this boy gonna keep talking, I'm gonna have to smack him. Right? And you keep saying it and you keep saying it and then you speak it into existence till that time comes where you literally have to smack him. That's the same thing when a person goes through putting his hands on his woman or the woman puts her hands on the man. She's contemplating or he's contemplating it more than more than ten at least ten times. And now it comes into fruition. Right. And once they do it once, it pro- progressively gets worse. Especially if you let them get away with it and don't call the cops, don't report it or right. nothing like that, then you know, that gives them the green light to do it again and just apologize again. You know what I'm saying? I, I get that. I get that. And any man and any man that wants to sit up here and put his hands on a woman like he like she a man in the street, he's a sucker. He need to kill himself. You know what I mean? Right? Now, if if a woman is violent towards a man and you can restrain her and get away, when you leave, you go to the police, you come back, you get your stuff and you bounce. You don't go back. I don't care about that crying, boo-hooing, baby. I love you. You don't understand my past. I don't. I don't have to understand your past. I ain't gonna be part of your punching bag future. About that, right? When when you leave, leave and be gone. Because now, oh, if a woman puts you in a situation where you arguing and she grabs a knife and you can't get away from her, and she's swinging a knife. And you strike her, you ain't got to hit her in the face. You're a man. If you hit her in the arm or you hit her in the leg hard enough, she's going to drop that knife. And once she dropped that knife, you better not hit her again. Bounce. Well, I, 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 wouldn't even, I wouldn't even say do that. I would say, you know, forcefully grab that arm. And well, is this if she's swinging that, it, if she's swinging, well, yeah, all if I'm she's saying, swinging it, you got to have a good dip game because, see, here's the thing. When you punch her in her arm, or you punch on her leg, you already know that the male going to jail no answers to butt because now there's going to be a bruise or a mark. Or she's going to say, you know what I mean, he struck me. You know what I mean? And nine times out of ten, they're going to take that woman. And this is why I asked you this question because you always say, you know, you always speak on this where you say it's not always the men. Women are guilty of this stuff too. Why is it that when a man calls a cop, you know, the cops pretty much laugh at him and don't take it oh, yeah. serious, but when a woman do it, this is why I pose this question to you. So what I'm saying is what they should do, what, what a man should do, is forcefully, you know, if he can, even if she get a poke in, grab that wrist, and it's this technique that you that I learned when you grab a certain, my brother taught me this, you grab a certain part of the wrist and you squeeze it. And once you squeeze that part of the wrist, that hand opens up. 
Right. No matter how point. how tight it is, right, it's a pressure point. And you grab that wrist and you squeeze it. She will drop that knife. Now, two things is going to occur. One, her fingerprints is on that knife. Do not touch that knife. Kick it. Do whatever you got to do, but don't put your fingerprints on it. And if you do, put your fingerprints on the blade of it, not on the arm of it. You know what I mean? But right. grab her pressure point wrist, make her drop it so that when the police do arrive, they can run ballistics on her fingerprint on that knife. They'll see that cut if you have a cut. If she didn't make it to the cut, then you tell them straight up, I grabbed her wrist and made her drop the knife. You can grab that knife right there, and you can test it, and you'll see her fingerprints on it. You see what I'm saying? So there's ways to go around that, but I don't advise striking her at no point, arm, leg, nowhere, because if she ends up with a bruise, even if it's a fall, you know what I'm saying? She ends up with any mark. Or she just say you hit her. It's a wreck. Right. It's a wreck. Now, they might see the wrist. They might, and they can't even see the bruise on the wrist because it doesn't leave one. You know what I mean? But even if you tell them, I grabbed her wrist so she dropped the knife, that's self-defense because now they'll get the fingerprints off of that knife, wherever that knife is. Right. And I'm not advocate and I'm not I'm not saying that men it, it's like this. This is what I will say. When you love a person, it's so much easier for them to push your buttons. Oh, because yeah. see they know they know what hurts you. Mm-hmm. Right? That's just like you could be arguing with your woman, right? She she can yell, scream. But a lot of, it, you know, I'm talking about, like, TV and stuff like that, right? You see what they do. They get all up in your face. They got their hands in your face. Or they trying to swing and smack you or do something to you. It's time to go. It's time to go. Because you wouldn't talk. I mean, you're in love, but don't be stupid. And that goes for women, too. When you see this dude and he always... You know, he got to, you know, raise his voice at you and he got to stand over top of you or he got to grab you or, or, or anything like that. Go. Leave. That ain't the relationship for you. Because if he can grab you, the next thing he's going to do is hit you. Mm-hmm. And after he, and the first time he hits you, he might smack you. The second time, he might put your lights out. Or he might break something. And after that, he just might kill you. So, sisters, right. be aware. Be aware. You know what I mean? See, and don't don't go for that because you, you know, I'm ta- and I'm sorry to say it that way. It, it goes, don't go for that because you fellowship with him. You've seen him in church. Don't go for that, sister, because you've seen him at the mosque and you see the brothers talking highly of him. Because remember... Dr. Jekyll had another side to him. Some of the church ones is the worst one. Huh? Some of the church ones is the worst one. Oh, yeah. But remember, Dr. Jekyll had another side to him. Well, real quick, before we get into the following and before we continue this conversation, I know Wonder Dre has to um, peace out for a minute. So, Wonder Dre, give me your last words on this. And and I want you to also take this into account. Um, Children. Children, should a male or female get background checks 
uh, child abuse clearances on a potential mate before they let that person around their child. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, as we had talked about that earlier, yes. But I do want to, for one second, touch on something that uh, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That had just said. Um, I kind of disagree with the the whole, when it came down to uh, maybe smacking her or, you know, doing something like a light hit. Because here's the thing. When it comes down to the police, and even when it comes down to us females, even if you just push the person or use a force of, you know, something, it's still considered as a hit. So even if you just push that woman to the side and say, I ain't do nothing, I just pushed her. She could have, you could have pushed her, you still put your hands on her. And let's just say she, you did push her and you pushed her into a wall and she hurt herself. You know what I'm saying? So that's still considered as a hit. The best thing to do is, you know, just to try to say, hey, you know what? You know, just hold her hand down and, and just try to walk away. You know, that way nothing can come back on you. However, um, like I stated before, when it comes down to your children, you have to be aware of who you're dealing with, who's in your life as well as your child's life. You can't just say, hey, you know what? I know I just met you about a month ago, but I got to go to work or I'm going to hang out tonight. Can you watch my child? You don't know that man. That man could be a serial killer or could be a rapist. And then you come home and something happens. So you have to be, it behooves you at that point to be aware of that. Don't put that child through that. Don't put yourself through that because that's a nightmare that's like waiting to happen. And that's the problem that a lot of people do nowadays. Then it's like, oh my God, I didn't see it happening. Oh, he's been raping my child all this time and I didn't know that. I didn't believe the child. Now the child's whole life has changed because now maybe that girl grew up being raped. You know what I'm saying? And now she feels as though she has to take certain things from a man or maybe she wants to start having sex earlier in life. Um, or perhaps maybe, you know, it, it might have been your son. And then that person that had sexual encounters and now he's confused about what he wants to be, you know, and, or he doesn't speak about it. So now his reactions is different in school and he can't concentrate and he's acting funny around the house and he's becoming violent and you're wondering why. So these are problems that happen as a result and what it can lead up to if you don't. So I say by all means, even to protect yourself and definitely to protect your children in that household, if you see that he might be somebody that may be potential that you're going to bring around your family, most definitely you need to know that person's background. Now, I heard what Mr. On Point was saying, you know, some cases they don't do a thorough background check and there I guess there are some ways that you can get expunged. I don't know too much about the legal system when it comes down to that. Um however, you know, in most cases, most of the jobs usually have some type of program or something where they can connect and get that seventy five dollar charge that we would have been paying for a lot cheaper. Um, and, and in most cases, either they'll have you to pay for it or they'll sometimes they'll take it out to the first check or they'll just go ahead and pay for it. That's just an expense. They can write that off. But, you know, you can't just assume that they're not going to just go ahead and check it because in some cases they really may be checking it. But, um, yeah, by all means, protect yourself, protect your family, get that background. It's worth it. Well, that was Mr. I can't believe he said that who actually mentioned uh the the um expungement. 
Um, but I did, I, and I did mention the fact that they they do do it, and you're absolutely right. Um, in fact, one of the things that companies do now is hire people with criminal background checks because the state of Pennsylvania and the government said we will pay you more money if you hire these convicted felons because they need a second chance. The same way they get money when they hire, um, you know, disabled people. You know, when they hire vets. See, certain stuff as a business owner, <clears throat> you have to know, especially by law, um, even even driving Uber or Lyft, if there's a, if there's a person with a guide dog, <clears throat> excuse me, a guide dog or any type of pet or animal with them, you have to pick them up with that pet or animal because it is law. You can't discriminate against them. You know what I'm saying? So there's certain things that are put in place legally that make you kind of bound to do these things, but you're absolutely right. They will make you pay for it, or they will take it out your paycheck, and they'll say, I had that done before too, where they said we were going to take the $75 out of your paycheck, you know what I mean, out of your first paycheck. I've had that done. They do it. If they're going to hire you, they're going to make you pay for it because, one, they want to see how serious you are about the job, if you really want it or if you have something that you hide. So they want to see if you have something to hide. If you say, all right, never mind, I'm cool, then they're going to pretty much bank it's something there you don't want them to know. You know what I mean? So um, I thank you for your comments, Wonder Dre. I know you got to, you know, slide off. Um, I'm going to do the following. Then I'm going to play this song that's interesting, and I wish I really want people to stay here and tune in and listen to this song because it's interesting to me. D'Angelo um, had a song called Sit Damn Motherfucker. And I really want you to listen to the words of the song. Not so much that hook. You know what I mean? But it was one of my favorite D'Angelo songs. And there's a reason, you know, why he sang that song and why he said that. So I'm going to play this song and then I'm going to come back with the following. And we're going to continue on with the child abuse clearance and then move into the credit report talk. So we know pretty much now that a lot of us are saying, yeah, it might be it might be beneficial to do the, the criminal background check. Now, whether you want to, and, and I'm going to go further and say, don't just do the criminal background check. Do the FBI check, the one that costs the most, because, see, the criminal background check is only good for the state in which you live. You could have committed a, a, a crime in Florida. It's not going to show up in Pennsylvania. And that's what Mr. I can't believe he said that was pretty much saying, too. It don't always show stuff. So you have to do the FBI check where it's going to go across the United States. Now, if you did something over in Canada or in New Mexico or in, or in, or in, in Africa, it's probably not going to show up. But if you did something anywhere in the 50 states of the United States, 51, whatever, how many ever it is now, you know what I mean? If you did, and I say to be one because they be adding and subtracting all the time. But if you did anything within the state of the United States, it's going to show up in the FBI clearance because that one goes across the board. The criminal background check is only good for whatever state you live in. So I'm going to say if you want to go out, you might as well go all the way out and do the FBI. Here we go. Sit down, motherfucker. Please listen to these words. Thank you. 
you can go to Twitter, at Team On Point. Twitter is at Team On Point. You can go to our website, onpoint215.weezy.com. Excuse me, again, that's onpoint215.weedly.com. Or you can email us any of your comments, suggestions, or, or concerns or topics you want to hear us discuss. Email us, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call directly at 267-417-OMPT. That's on point. For any of your comments, suggestions, or concerns, or topics, call us, 267-417-6678. Now, um, that being said, that was a, a serious song right there um, by D'Angelo, Shit Damn Motherfucker, where he's talking about his woman that cheated on him with his best friend. And if we look at Lauren Hill's situation, that's pretty much what happened with her her um, hair makeup stylist or hair stylist, whatever it was, makeup artist, um, slept with her husband. You know what I mean? She found him in the bed, and Lauren ain't been the same since. Saved all her hair off, was out in hiatus, music changed, everything. So these things do occur. These things do happen. What do we do about them, though? Because here on Point Radio, it's all about problems with solutions, not just focusing on the problem, but having solutions for them. If it, if it takes you to do a criminal background check or FBI clearance, that before you let a man meet your child, do it. Make sure you get that child abuse clearance. Do it. Don't mean they won't do something later, but at least you protected yourself in the beginning. Now, does that mean if a female that I meet want to have a background check, I'm going to say, all right, well, fine, sure. I already told you. If she want it, I'm all for it, but you're going to pay for it, just like a job would do. You see what I'm saying? So, I'm not against it, but if you want to pay for it, that's fine. If you want to pay for your safety, there's nothing different than buying a gun. If you want to feel safe and you go pay four, $500 for a gun, depending on what kind of gun you get, then you're going to pay for that safety. Well, if that's your safety net to have these clearances on me, then by all means you do so, but you're going, it's going to be at your expense, not mine. You see what I'm saying? Not mine. Not because I'm cheap, not because it's something I'm high in, don't want you to know, but because you want this information for your safety. So by all means, I'm going to give you the approval to do it. I'll go fill out the paperwork and all that for you, but you're going to pay for it. When it comes back, when it comes back, we're going to sign a contract or something because I still want my paperwork. I don't think you should be holding on to my information. You know what I'm saying? That, that FBI job come with a whole lot. You know where I live since I was born. You don't need all that. All you need to know is if I did anything. So we're going to have to sign some type of paperwork. You do the background check on me. You sign something saying once you do it and it comes back and it's to your satisfaction, I get to keep those papers. And we good. That's, that's my opinion on it. Now, let's talk about the children, DJ Chill, because you always talk about, you know, your daughter and having children. Let's talk about that for a minute. Where do you stand with the clearance, the child abuse clearance? Do you think that a female or a male should have a child abuse clearance done for the potential mate or partner that they have? DJ Chill, are you there? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the parent that came out a little bit misunderstood? Say that one more time. Do you think the parent? What you just say? Do you think that a woman or a male 
should get a child abuse clearance on a potential mate or partner before they meet their child. A child abuse clearance, meaning that's that child abuse background check that they do to see if you have anything, any priors against children. Yeah. Freak. <laughs> Why not? The hell? That's my kid. That's my kid. That's a kid. Yes. Make sure the nigga is not a nut. Make sure you can leave him in the house by himself. Make sure you ain't got to that Negro. <laughs> by all means necessary. I'm saying, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Just hope that the stuff ain't, you know, fornicated. I mean, what's it called? Um, duplicate. No, not duplicate. Frank, shut up. Fabricate. Yeah, that's the word. I, you know I'm freaking crazy. Yeah, because that's the problem. You be all up in the muscle, can't catch up. <laughs> Niggas look stupid when they can't catch up. So now they got to apologize because they can't catch up. But, you know, that's another story. Yeah, do that. Because I would. Especially, I got a daughter, man. I would, and especially if my kids were smaller. You know, now they're 18, 15, 13. But if they were smaller, small means, I'd be like, man, who the hell? Matter of fact, they wouldn't even be coming over. So I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But for a lady who's actually trying to, you know, get, uh, what's the best word I could say? Because women, when they don't have nobody, they do things a little differently than men. We just go out there and do what we do. Women, they think about what they're going to do. So when they do that, they better think about what they're doing because they got not only them to deal with when that Negro get mad and try to put them in check, now they got to deal with that Negro talking to their children, putting the children in check. And if the check is not a mate, oh, somebody going to have something they're going to have to hate. And they might have to demonstrate something that they might have to go to jail for. So, yeah, by all means. Get that done. You don't want to go to jail and nut up. Because okay. I, I tell you, see, if them women will kill somebody, I would. <laughs> All right, well, because you said that, um, I'm going to go to Mr. I can't believe he said that in a minute, but um, I want to talk about uh, this two-year-old where it says mom's boyfriend charged in murder of two-year-old boy in Kensington. So if people are calling from, you know, out of Philadelphia, they're calling from out of state, which I do see we have someone in East Virginia on the line, um, and anyone else who's calling from out of state that may be online, I want you to be able to um, be able to listen in on this as well. Um, this guy... Uh, the story goes like this. Kensington, a mother's boyfriend, is now facing murder charge for allegedly killing her two-year-old son. Police arrested 21-year-old Ramir Curtis Custis, who is not the child's biological father, on Tuesday. Custis was also charged with involuntary manslaughter and endangering the welfare of a child. Two-year-old Zaire Worrell was found unresponsive in his home in Kensington on November 29th. He died at the hospital. Police say Zaire Worrell had a lacerated liver, bruises to the chest and eye, and tested positive (coughs) for THC, which is the main ingredient in marijuana. Zaire's mother, 
Andrea Worrell was charged earlier this month with endangering the welfare of a child and obstructing justice. Close to 100 people showed up to mourn the boy's death at a vigil on the 600 block block of East Clementine Street. Um, So it says, following his death, Zaire's father posted the following on Facebook, and it says, rest in peace, Zaire Worrell, my last born son, age two, died today. Words can't even explain how I'm feeling. I'm so numb to the word. My son didn't deserve to die. I love him unconditionally, and I hope uh, and pray to see you again. Look over me and your big brothers. You are the joy of my life. You are gone until we meet again. I love you, son. Please take me in the right direction and show me the way. I love you, son. Uh, Mr. I can't believe he said that. Yes, sir. Now, this is a 21-year-old guy, 21-year-old man. Now, um, the mother looks older, but she could have been younger, but she looks older. You know what I mean? But this was a a 21-year-old guy who killed this little boy and somehow had THC in his system, THC in his system. But guess what? The mother was also charged for endangering uh, endangering the welfare of a minor. So she had got that criminal background check. And if so, maybe this 21-year-old didn't have nothing on his criminal background check anyway. So would it be beneficial? Or not beneficial because I know you said you were against the background check. So where do you stand with the child abuse clearance? Child abuse clearance is something else. But like you said, if he just turned twenty one, he don't have nothing on his jacket. I'm sorry, it's eighteen. Eighteen. Once if he didn't do it, say if he did something as a youth and he didn't do anything from eighteen to twenty one, nothing's going to show up. Right. He has no criminal history. It's first of all, you got to be selective about who you bring around your damn children. Period. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, ladies. You can say you can hate me. You can do whatever you want to do. You ain't that hard up for some dick that you got to be bringing every time Dick and Harry around your damn children. Mm. Have some respect. This ain't uncle such and such, cousin whatever, or my friend. If the nigga want to see you, make him pay for a hotel room. Stop bringing motherfuckers around your kids. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I must say this. And I'm going personal. I had a family member just pass away. And she had gotten married. We tried to tell her, you know what I'm saying? Boy, boy wasn't no good. This, that, and the third. She had three kids bombed. This sick individual raped and molested his own daughter. He home, heard about her passing. It's alleged that he said he coming to the funeral. Now I can't mm-hmm. go to the funeral. Mm-hmm. I can't see that boy. Mm-hmm. I can't. 
because I don't care if he served his time or not. That's your, I'm a, man, that's your own daughter? You touched your daughter? He should have never seen the outside. I agree. And I can't, I can't be there. And he, and he walk in there. Ex, ex husband, whatever. I can't be there for that because I'm going to jail. And that's the wrong place to actually take to do something like that because everybody's already grieving. And I spoke my piece and I said, "Look, y'all, you better keep him away from there." Because I can't be there if he's there. And I don't even know how in the hell y'all could even let him come to something like that after what he did. So it don't necessarily have to be a new boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? In this case, it was his own child. I mean, wow. it's something wrong. It's something wrong with a lot of individuals out here. You know what I mean? And, and it's crazy. So, you know what I mean? He did 20 years. So what? What's 20 years? Ain't long enough. It's not long enough. You know? So, ladies, I I urge you, and the men out here, that actually have custody of their children, please, please, don't break, don't be in such a hurry to bring somebody around your children. You never, ever, ever know what somebody's intention is. All right? If I'm not mistaken, Wonder Dre said this on one of her shows. One day the mask going to come off. So do your homework. Go around their friends, their family, right? That doesn't necessarily mean anything. But get a feel of what's going on with them before you start bringing them into your world. You can bring them around friends, you know, adult family get-togethers, but don't let them meet your children. Fellas, don't let her meet your children. Because see, if the mom ain't in the picture, remember when you have little when you have little girls, even though they daddy's little girl, they need that mommy influence so they can get clingy to the wrong person. Ladies, you got that little boy, that man might show a little attention, but be careful because he can show too much attention. Pay attention to the warning signs because they do they do show their colors. They can't they can't hide them for too long. Just be very very cautious about who you bring to your children around your children. First of all, when you dating, you shouldn't be going to each other's house because you don't know what's going on. He might come in your house and scope it. She might come to your house and scope out your house. She ain't got to be the one to break in. She might got some people that do that. So you never know. If she ain't driving, what you wasting your time for? What you want to be a chauffeur? You got to take her everywhere? If he ain't driving, what you 
you gonna put on a you know you know for you know either or what you gonna put on a hat, a suit jacket and a tie? You a chauffeur? You got to take them here, pick them up, drop them off. Come on, stop it. If they can't meet you at a designated place and go their way and you go yours until the time is right, what you being bothered for? Turn the show back over to you, bro. Wow. Um, <clears throat> a lot of incidents like this, man. It was a, a situation where a little girl was, you know, four-year-old girl was shot and killed by the mother's boyfriend. Um, and he later blamed it on the five-year-old brother. You know what I'm saying? Um hmm These situations happen more often than not. So I'm all for child abuse clearance as well when dating because I'm sorry. It's just coming to this. And these days and times and world we're living in, you have to take all necessary precautions. Now, remember, a criminal background check, FBI clearance is the best one to do. But a criminal background check, a child abuse clearance is not the end-all, be-all, because it may not show up. Nothing may show up. You know what I'm saying? This person can just have a temper and can just snap, but nothing was ever, he was never caught, or she was never caught. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just males. There are women out here who are jealous of the father's children, you know what I mean, and want to kill the father's children because they're not getting that most that much attention. So we have to now have to, it's come to the point where we have to do criminal background checks, where we have to do child abuse clearances and FBI checks when we meet a person. What type of hell is that? You already don't know who you meet and when you just meet them. You know what I mean? You don't know about your own safety. But then to bring them around children, but we're going to hold that thought. We're going to take this call up. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Who are we on the line with? I'm sorry, it's me. I just wanted to let you know I'm back. <laughs> oh, okay, Wonder Dre. Well, 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 now that you're back, we heard from DJ Chill, and we heard from Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That, and I even just chimed in myself. Now, let's get we, – we just talked about a two-year-old little boy who was killed by a woman's 20-year-old boyfriend, 21-year-old boyfriend. Um, and the dad posts something on Facebook, a little story, you know, a little message like, I love you, son, I, I can't explain how hurt I am type thing. Um, and then we just, I just read where a four-year-old little girl was killed by a mother's boyfriend. You know what I mean? Where do you stand? Do you think a child abuse clearance is necessary before you let a man meet your children? And why? Child abuse plans? Okay, I'm trying to understand how the child abuse plan is going to come in before. When you meet them, before okay, you so, meet the child, before you meet so them, introduce we, them to your children, you say, listen, I, I, we, we going, if we're going to take this any further, we're going to get serious, I need to do a, a child abuse clearance before you, I bring you around my child. Um, I feel as though if you're doing a thorough background <laughs> or if you're doing a background check, um, I think that that should be good enough. Um, now, going back to what Mr. I Can't Believe You Said That has stated, there are different levels of a security background check. For instance, checkmate. I have used that quite a few times in my dating times. Um, it will, however, 
tell you if the person has done something like a pedophile, um, if they had some type of, you know, jail background, it might just like label what that person might have did, some of the offenses. Um, but it's not going to give you every detail. However, um, I don't feel as though the child abuse thing would be an additional thing that I would do. What I would just do is just a background check, period. Um, well, it should be already on there if you're doing a background check anyway. Not not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh, really? This is why they have you do a criminal background check and a child abuse clearance. See, everything um, won't always show up cross-platform. Now, FBI okay. clearance, everything should show up. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But if you've been right. in jail, if you've been in jail, let's say you didn't molest a child, but you smacked a child, right? Mm-hmm. That'll show up on your child abuse clearance. But if you didn't go do no time in jail for it or you weren't convicted of it, it's not going to show up on your criminal background check. You see what I'm saying? But it will show up on the Department of, 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 of Human Services uh, child abuse clearance. See, as a football coach, see, I'm a, I was a former teacher for the school district of Philadelphia. We had to take uh, child abuse clearance in order to work with the children. Um, as a football coach for Little League football, we have to conduct, they have to conduct a child abuse clearance for the coaches and whoever out there dealing with the children because you don't know someone's background. Now they instituted that you have to do a criminal background check and a child abuse clearance to coach Little League football or sports. Now here's the thing. There are coaches out there who molest little boys. There was one, I think, in Derby that happened last year where he was molesting a little player and no one knew. You know what I mean? And it came out and he was, you know, convicted and everything. And he's in jail now. But this is the purpose why you do them both. You know what I mean? So um, actually a child abuse clearance is very necessary. Now, FBI clearance should show everything. That should show everything because um, – but, but don't 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 quote me on that because sometimes it don't. Sometimes wow. things just get left off. You know what I mean? But an FBI clearance is really just to show across the board. Any state that you ever lived in, every any state that they can have ever track you in, you know what I mean? That's what an FBI clearance really does. It really wouldn't show up maybe that child abuse clearance either. But that's the nature of that child abuse clearance. Now, granted, let's remember, I said it before, I'll say it again. You may not have been convicted of child abuse, but that don't say you won't abuse a child later. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. do you think it's still beneficial to have, yes or no, what before he meets your child? At that point, is there, if you're saying that um, there's not one background check that will cover all, then, yeah, I would say it, it might be best to do that. Um, I would say, yes, it's definitely best to do that, especially if you have numerous of children living in the household, uh, and especially if you have a daughter, because there's too many cases that's going on nowadays when the male has, you know, um, a raped the child or abused the child or, you know, molested the child. You just never know. Um, so, yeah, I think that it would be worth it. Just to keep your mind at ease and you can sleep at night, definitely. Now, I'm going to pose this to all three of our hosts online. People on the online, 724-444-7444 is that number. Dial that caller ID, 143-361-POUND. Hit one pound to listen in. 
Hit Star 8 to chime in and communicate with us on this situation. This is a very serious and delicate situation and topic that needs to be discussed, and I wish the world was listening to this um, because this is very pertinent and, and, and informative information, you know what I mean, that we all might need to just take a, an account and, and, and think about, you know, if we're single and we're mingling, you know what I mean? And as Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That said, Stop bringing people around your children. You met him on Saturday, and he meeting your child next Tuesday. That's not cool. I don't. I, I think. I, first of all, I think you should be dating him. Um, I want to say at least six months before you even know my child's name. Truth be told, you know what I'm saying. If that's the case, well, if he's getting serious and all of that. Before you even get to know any of my children, I need to know you at least six months. Then we could talk about meeting each other's children. Then, because by that time, I can have my child abuse clearance done, my background checks done, my FBI clearance done. I can have all that done within six months. Now, that again, that doesn't say you won't do something in the future or later. But at least I know at the time that we met and we were kicking it, I, I dotted my eyes and crossed my teeth. You know Can I add one more? Is it okay if I add one more? Sure. Okay. I would suggest, too, and this is, like, kind of off the topic, but it is considered as a background check, that you get an AIDS test and you get an STD test, test as well. That's a requirement oh, well, that's, for me. That's what I was saying. That's a whole other show, Wonder Jay. But, yeah. Oh, I understand. Um, I just but, had but, to but, add that in there. But, but here's one to add. Here's one to add. You can also, because I heard you mention TechMate, you can also go online, and I think it's like $2, and you can look up the uh, sex offenders. I did that for my neighborhood. I did not know there's over 2,000 people, men and women, in the neighborhood in which I live that are sex offenders. And I'm, I'm going to take you off that further. I even have a homie, best friend that I grew up with, that's on that list. So now, because we grew up together and we were best friends back then, and I somewhat know him, I know the situation. I know why he's there. I know all of that, right? But now do I feel comfortable with bringing him around my children or my children around him? I won't. And it's fucked up because that's a friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody I grew up with. That's somebody that I rode with on a daily. But just the fact you show up on that list makes me nervous. Even though I know the situation, it makes me nervous. You know what I'm saying? So I do think that the child abuse clearance is necessary before dating. And it's messed up because... When the sister and I was having this conversation, I was so against all of this. But when this guy did what he did, man, and killed that 25-year-old girl, and when I know of females who've been uh, uh, abused by men, you know, struck by men domestically and stuff like that, it, it kind of it, 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 it makes my skin crawl. Yeah, it's time that we actually have these checks done. It's definitely time. It's, it's, it's sad to say, but that's the world, the day, the age, and time that we're living in. Um, 
Is there any last remarks from DJ Chill that you would want to leave on this subject or this topic, brother? If you're still with us. DJ Chill? Still there? Mr. I can't believe he said that. Are there any um, last words that you want to leave the people with, the listeners with out there before we, you know, end the show? Yeah. uh, Like I just said, I need y'all men and women. You know what I mean? Don't be so quick to bring somebody to your home. You know what I mean? To meet your children. Right? Just like you got to go through just like you got to go through a probationary period at work, you need to keep your dating friends or potential dating friends on a probation period. And you need to make sure, go around their friends first and find out what's going on, right, before you even bring them around your children because you never, ever know what somebody's thinking, right? Be cautious of when you're going out with them. Because you don't know what they what they could potentially do to you. You have to be aware of your surroundings. So if it means they got to meet you somewhere, y'all can go dinner, y'all can go Dutch. That way the other individual don't feel as though, well, I just paid, you know, some people think I paid for dinner. What's for dessert? So go Dutch. Whatever it takes so that, and let somebody know where you're going. It's not like you checking in, but let somebody know where you're at or where you're going to be, and it's for safety reasons. So if something happens, they know roundabout where they should start from. Oh, I know they were here. Now, let's see. They got cameras everywhere. Let's see. Oh, they drive this. This is their license plate number. I need to know these things, you know, because that way you got to keep your family safe. You know what I mean? And most of all, you know, keep it, you you got to protect you. Because if you ain't protecting you, how you any nobody's going out, nobody else is going to protect your kids the way you do. So do me a favor. Be on point about who you're going out with, and be on point before you ever bring them around your children. And as a sidebar. You know how you said you had that song that you played by D'Angelo? Right. It's a real song out there. I mean, not so, there wasn't nothing wrong with that song, but it's a song by the boy Tank that he made years ago called I Will Kill For You. Listen to the lyrics of that song. Mm-hmm. Vicious. And I'm done, bro. Well, you mentioned something that was important there, too. Um, I'm going to tell you, it ain't even about the children. My mother, who's engaged right now, my mother was out with her, you know, now fiancé, and he lives in another state. Her phone died. Couldn't none of us get in touch with her. I was living. I had his number. I called him. I left messages on his machine, like, if you don't get my mom back here, if I ever see you, I'm a this, that, and a third. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I, this is a real, this is a true story. My mother, she called me back, embarrassed, was like, when she charged her phone, said, what are you doing? 
Why would you leave that message on there? I am all right. I am fine. My phone died. But guess what? When he brought her back, I took the picture of his license plate. I got his first <laughs> and his last name. I know that's This right. is real. Yes. So this ain't just about your children. This is about mm-hmm. your loved ones. Also, that's right. If you're in a relationship, women, stop thinking a man is controlling when he's asking you where the fuck you going. He is concerned. He is worried. Anything can happen. The worst thing that can happen is a police officer come to deliver that message, and then he say, did you know where she was going? Did you know who she was with? And all you can say is no. That is fucking embarrassing. It ain't about you being a goddamn, and I'm, and I'm sorry I'm using profanity, but this pisses me off about women. Because they want to say that men are so controlling and don't think about why we do and say some of the things we do and say. Yes, there are some men who are controlling, but everything ain't about fucking control. Something is about fucking concern. Know the goddamn difference. I have a problem and an issue with that. I really do. Because if we get that police officer come to the door and say, well, we got to make that call because we ain't heard from you and do that missing report, and then we got to say, I don't know who she went with. All I know is what she had on last. And you know how y'all put clothes in y'all trunk and change at your girlfriend's house. What they find you and might not be what the hell you left the house in. So it's some shit that y'all got to do to get over the bullshit that y'all put us through as well. There's nothing wrong with telling your mate, like Mr. I can't believe he said that, just said where you're going and who you're with. So if anything goes wrong, I don't hear from you. Nigga, I'm there. I know the last place you was at. I want to see video footage, whatever the case is, because I have something to go on. And if you really love me or love him, you won't have a problem with telling them. If you ain't got shit to hide, you won't have a problem with telling them. Well, and the same <laughs> is true for men as well. That's called Talk communication. Communication. Well. Wonder Dre, <laughs> anything you want to leave the people with before we, before we exit out of here? Yes. Um, my thing is the both of y'all brought up some very good points. Um, one thing, that especially with women, that I always say, you, you must tell someone. Um, I know just starting, you know, let's just take it back old school. Before you left the house, you had to tell your parents where you were at. If your parents are still living, it, it may not hurt to let them know, hey, you know what, mom, dad, I'm going out on a date with somebody. I'm just letting you know because I don't really know this person. Um, one of the things that I have done, and this was, you know, m- numerous of times in, through my dating experiences, um, I would, use, you know, used to tell my mom. But even now, I used to, like, up until I would say as, until this last relationship, which I'm engaged now. However, I, you know, also told various people who had a car. You know, um, I would have a close friend of mine. Hey, girl, I'm just letting you know I'm stepping out. I'm going on a date. Um, I am driving my own car because the one thing that I don't believe in is if I'm going out on a date that he should pick me up at my house because you don't need to know where I live at. We didn't get to that point yet. So I will meet you there. I drive. Let's drive at a mutual location that's well lit. 
that's well known. You know what I'm saying? It could be somewhere. I'm just hypothetically saying if I live 10 miles away from the boulevard and I know it's a well-lit restaurant that's around there and it's an easy location to find me, let's go to so-and-so and so-and-so place on the boulevard. You know what I'm saying? And you meet that person. Now, your girlfriend has a car. She knows where you at, what you know, what you got on and all that stuff. You went through all of that. So that way, if anything goes down, you also let that person know. I'm also going to touch on the fact that um, when your mate asks you where you've been at. Now, there are some, some people who do go into the controlling freak type thing. You should already be able to identify the difference. However, I do feel as though if there is nothing going on that you're doing, it shouldn't be a problem with you saying, hey, babe, you know what, this is my schedule for, you know, for the week, you know what I'm saying, and I'm going to be in Ambler, PA on Wednesday. So, you know, if an accident happened and you've seen it on the news, you know what I mean, and you've seen that car, it looks like mine, and I told you I was going to be an Ambler and it's coming from that direction, Nine times out of ten, you know it's me. You know what I'm saying? Then you know how to react to it. Um, but there's nothing wrong with telling your significant loved one um, or your significant other, your better half, you know, where you're at. That, that's not signs of control until it goes further. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, again, you'll be able to tell those differences. That's basically all I have to say when it comes down to that. Um, nowadays with dating, you must get that background check. I can't, you know, you know, women, I, I can't, you know, put that out there no harder than that. You must, because there's some crazy people out here, you know, don't bring it around your children. They don't need to be coming to pick you up from your house. I know that might seem like the perfect nice thing to do, but you know, until you feel comfortable, until you get that background check, you need to go ahead and just get in your car and meet him, whatever, you know, meet him wherever. If it means that you go Dutch, Fine. If you feel more comfortable with that, so that way, like, Mr. I can't believe he said that, said, you, he won't be looking around for dessert. So if it means that, do that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever way it makes you feel more comfortable until you get the background and you know that, okay, this person is okay, it's all right for me to date, boom. You know, six months down the line or more, if you want to say, hey, you can drop on by and pick me up or whatever, now you establish something. You don't know this man completely, but maybe you establish some type of trust to say it you can meet me. But I've had a plenty of guys got mad at me. Why can't I pick you up? Why can't I take you home? Why can't I know where you at? I'm not even going to tell you the street that I live on. Cause you don't need to know that. First of all, I'm not even going to, huh? That's some stalkers. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're capable of doing. And again, I don't have a background check. I don't know if you're going to get mad and just pop up at my house. That happens. You know what I'm saying? So, no, you don't need to know that. That's personal. Until we get to a certain place in our relationship, you know, or I don't even know if this will be a potential relationship. How about that? So, no, don't give them your address and have them to pick you up from the house. It might sound cute. Years ago, that was nice. But nowadays, no, you got to play it safe. And That's what I had. And don't leave your pocketbook where they can get into it and go to the bathroom and look at your oh. ID. Or your drink. Do not leave your drink. But that brings it up. Since you, you mentioned that, Wonder Dre, old school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always taught to teach my daughters, and I always heard other women teach their daughters, when you go out with a man, make sure you have your own cat money or bus money. 
That's right. In case he puts you out, in case he's trying to take you somewhere you don't want to go. You know what I mean? So, again, even if he picks you up, you know what I'm saying, make sure somebody sees what car you're getting in, what color it is. Make him come out, get out the car, and come to the door and meet somebody so they can know what he looks like. There are steps and measures you can take. Don't get into that, ha, ha, it's so cute. He is so nice. He is fine. Girl. Fuck that. That'll be their last time seeing a fine nigga. Mm-hmm. You got to be smart. Today's times, you have to be wise. You cannot take, you got to take everything at face value because you don't know what you're getting. So if it, if it looks good, every my mom always said, everything that looks good ain't good. And that's what, that was true then. And it's true now. You know what I'm saying? So that at the end of the day, this is what I'm going to say, people. My last remarks for the night show is this. One, do not allow any and everybody around your children. If there's a potential mate or partner that you're looking to build something with, make him wait at least six months before meeting your child. If you decide to live together and play house, make sure you all together at least a year before you do that so you can learn as much as you can learn about this person before you go shacking up or bringing them around your children. Two, do that criminal background check. Ask him for it. Don't just take his word because he could tell you anything or she could tell you anything. Do the criminal background check. Do the child abuse clearance. Do the FBI check, and if they want you to pay for it, you pay for it. But, again, I'm going to throw in that clause that once it's done, if everything checks out, give them that paperwork. You can make copies, but give them this paperwork because it's his. And it could be information in there that, you know, could be detrimental to him if you know. You ain't got to know where he lived 20 years ago. What they got to do with you then? Unless something comes up later. And something he did 20 years ago comes up. You know what I'm saying? So get those checks done. I'm, I'm, I was against it before, but I'm saying it now. I'm for it. Because you don't know who you're letting in your home. You just don't. You don't know the stalkers. You don't know the molesters. You don't know the domestic abusers. You just don't know, man. Everybody ain't. It, it, listen, again, everything that looks good ain't good. Everything you think is real ain't true. Everybody want to keep it real, but everything that is real ain't true. You see what I'm saying? So that being said, man, I want to thank all of our hosts, Wonder Dre, DJ Chill, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That. I want to thank them all for holding it down in this table talk. You know, where we table that, a show every Friday where we put something on the table, we all could go around the table and, and, and speak on and we want to invite all of our listeners to start chiming in on these conversations and topics as well, especially situations and topics like this 25-year-old young lady being shot and killed and then this 32-year-old who did it shooting and killing himself. Both of them didn't even really live their lives. And it was all over jealousy or all over an argument. All it says is they had an argument earlier that day. There's nothing in the world to make you shoot a woman and kill her because y'all argue. Now, I know they say the tongue is like a sword and it cuts, but I I don't think that that bullet needed to be, you know, um, 
the case in point for the nail in the coffin, so to say. No pun intended for an argument. So, ladies, protect yourself. Take dating a little more serious. Take more than take more away from it than how good he looks or how good his body looks. Take take more from it than what kind of car he drives or how many digits, how many zeros he has at the end of his digits. There's more to life than money, more to life than materialistic, more to life than 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 you know how someone looks on the exterior. We got to be smarter. And nothing, nothing is more important than your babies. That is what you produce. And especially if you have a child and you're getting to know someone else who's not the child's father, I done read to you situations that happen here in Philly where men kill the girlfriend's babies for whatever reason. And there are cases where women have killed the boyfriend's babies. Or baby. So, again, protect yourself. More importantly, protect your children. And with that being said, I want to take us out on this song right here.
Wanda Dre. Mister, I can't believe he said that. Yo, you on point? Man, I'm always on point. 